Hi friend, I'm a little embarrassed. This episode was recorded last year and I lost it. But good news, I found it. It's waiting and ready and I'm so excited to share this episode with you. It means a lot to me. Uh, The person that I spoke with is incredible. So I hope you enjoy it. And don't don't forget to jump on over to lanekennedy.com forward slash new friend to make sure that you get the new app with all these beautiful, ah, delightful yoga nidras. Okay. Jump on over there. Grab it. Let's get into the episode now. Yay. Welcome back. Hello, everyone. So good to be with you again. So good to be here talking with another friend, a fellow yoga nidra guide. And uh, it's, a, it's a kind of a cold day here in San Francisco. The weather has finally turned. Fall is upon us. And I'm snuggled up in my office with a beautiful soul. I'm super grateful that she's decided to come on and share a little wisdom about yoga nidra. And I learned about this person, I guess it's been like nine months now, and I've just loved watching and listening to her because she's such a, a beautiful soul. And I met her through a fellow guide, and that's how this, this world works. We, we are so well connected, and this is the only industry I know where we are so welcoming and so integrated and so connected. So if you're looking for something to connect with, I want to welcome you to Yoga Nidra and the world of Yoga Nidra. And today's guest is Karen Brody. Karen, welcome to the show. Hey, it's great to be here, Lane. Love being here. So fantastic to have you with us. And I... I love the work that you do and what you bring to the practice because it's really, it's your twist. It's your spin. And I find that all guides, we follow, we follow a structure or a a shape or a, a rhythm, but then each of us has our own little taste, so to speak. And that makes it really special. And it, uh, allows each person out in the world to find who they need, you know? Uh, so I want to, I want us to go back for a minute because a lot of our listeners are new and they're searching for something. And I want our listeners to know who you are, right? Like what brought you to yoga nidra? Mm, great question. Well, it was an accident. Mm, yes. <laughs> As okay. all good things are. <laughs> yes. All good things are, you know, mm-hmm. I, I walked into a yoga studio thinking I was going to take a bendy stretchy yoga class. Uh-huh. I was uh, about four, six months postpartum. Oh God. Uh, no, maybe it was, it was much longer. Wait, I'm, I'm in a total fog. No, it was, it was a couple of years after I'd had my second son. Mm. Uh, that was it. And he had just started preschool. And I had been eyeing this yoga studio thinking, I still had the postpartum weight. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yep. And I was like, I got to get to yoga class and, you know, get back into shape. And I walked into this yoga studio and this 
beautiful guide was guiding people in yoga nidra mm. and i could smell it mm. <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean they were in a room that was to the right i even i can just imagine it right now like i i didn't have a view of the room but i could smell it yeah i heard her voice just ever so gently um actually the door was just cracked open a little which is interesting because usually i close the door <laughs> yoga mm -hmm. nidra. yeah yeah then I, I go over and I look in and I'm like, well, are they taking a nap? Like, uh -huh, or is this uh -huh. Shavasana at the end of a yoga class? Or, but they all had blankets and eye pillows and they looked so cozy. And, and they, I mean, they had multiple blankets. They were like mm -hmm. on beds. Mm -hmm. and it was so inviting and there was bliss in the air. Yes. <laughs> and I thought, I want what they got. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. it's, I was curious. Mm -hmm. I didn't really think I'd pay money to nap. You know, what seemed like a nap, I thought like, I have to get back into shape. I don't need to lie down. But what I didn't really need to do is lie down. And I was exhausted. Mm -hmm. uh, and I had, this was year three of being on anti-anxiety medication. Oh, yeah. So I was in a place where I was um, not really looking to get off of it, honestly. I was, I was like surviving on it and that was fine, but I didn't realize that yoga nidra could lead me to the solution mm -hmm. to this, these panic attacks that had plagued me for years and years and years. Yeah. And so I was, went to lie down really for a nap I signed up. Mm -hmm. I went every Friday at noon, mm -hmm. I mean, religiously, like it was church. Yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. I didn't know where I went, but I went places that I, I, I probably, I always, always knew were in me, but I didn't really meet them until yoga nidra. Yeah. And so in nidra, it was like, I just remembered how beautiful I am and how, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm talking inner stuff and, mm -hmm. and how, um, and how this, 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 these panic attacks that really I didn't go at all to yoga nidra for that reason, mm -hmm. but I just felt my whole nervous system start to relax, soften, like there became hope and possibility, which didn't exist before yoga nidra yeah. came in abundance. <laughs> and I had been a meditator for years. So meditation wasn't new to me. Mm -hmm. I'm mostly silent meditation. Yeah. Followed Titnat Han for a very long time. Yep, I loved his book Pieces Every Step. That was yep. one of my first. Honestly, I found it in a church basement. I'm not. I, again, I don't. I'm Jewish. I don't even go to church. But I was. You know, that's where they used to do meditation years ago, uh -huh. in the church basements. And I just, when I found Yoga Nidra, it was like meditation with a cherry on top. <laughs> yes. I talk about the jimmies. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait a minute, where have you been my whole life? Yes. Yeah. And again, there was no like seeking to end the anxiety because I was taking medication. So mm -hmm. I was managing it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But actually when I went on the medication, I felt like a real loser because mm -hmm. I had been on this health kick for a pretty long time and I barely took an Advil. So there I was taking, um, Clonopin, yeah. uh, an anti-anxiety medication. And, and I was like, wow, I can't believe that like literally my life has come to this, but at the same time, it is getting me through each day. And 
And I, I initially thought it'll be six months. And then three years later, it was three years. So the bridge was like a really long bridge. But Yoga Nidra mm-hmm. really provided this cradle, this womb, this mama <laughs> that could hold all of me. And that means the fear, that meant the trust, that meant like everything. Mm-hmm. It was so, it was like this deep pause that was indescribable. I had no words for it to everyone else. They were like, oh, you're going for your nap? I'm like, yeah, it's a nap. Oh, no, come on. No, this was lying down to wake up. Yes. <laughs> I was waking up on so many levels. Mm-hmm. So just going into that yoga studio changed my life. Oh, how many years ago? Oh, now, my goodness. Okay, my, my sons were two and four, and I have a t- 18 and 20 year old. So um, 16 years ago. Oh my God. 16. Okay. 17. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've been at this for a while. Let's, <laughs> let's just pause for a moment and just, I want to get like um, granular because we're talking about, I-, I suffered from postpartum, like I was desperate and dying. And by the time I, um, I didn't have the opportunity to find yoga nidra. Nobody was doing yoga nidra here in San Francisco. Um, so I'm so, I talk about postpartum now. Like, I'm like, mamas, here I am. This oh, is yeah. going to change you, right? But you said something about this three years of being on this anti-anxiety medication, right? And you thought it was going to be six months. And this like just gets right to me because I'm in recovery, long-term recovery, and I see people go on medication and then they inevitably relapse. That's been my experience. That one little pill leads them back to a drink. And what I have experienced with Yoga Nidra, and you just shared it so beautifully, it opened up this space for you to find recovery from your anxiety, which is stunning and beautiful. It gave you an opportunity to rest your body, your soul, your mind, right? And I don't want to get political about, you know, drugs and (laughs) and (laughs) medications and going to a doctor or any of that stuff, you guys. That's not what I'm saying. But what both Karen and I, and I'm just going to have a broad stroke here, is saying is that there is something so magical with this practice in rewiring the central nervous system. And, and I'm, I'm just so grateful that you found, you found this practice, right? Like you opened the door for so many other ladies. Yes. A lot of people talk about it being life-changing. I would yes. say it's also life-saving. Yes. yes yeah yes and there's no criticism of Mm -hmm. uh, a time period in your life where you need medication Uh, and I I truly do believe that uh, sometimes we need the medication and and, uh, but then there is this opportunity with yoga nidra Mm -hmm. that I I never knew existed Mm -hmm. to know myself so deeply and in knowing myself so deeply I began to find the solutions yes. to, to and, and, and because I always like to say yoga nidra, I think except for sleep, sleep it often can, can, is the solution for a lot of sleep problems. Yeah. Yeah. But 
the yoga nidra more leads you to the solutions. So you begin to hear messages. You begin yeah. to hear you. You start to align with your true yes. self, and in aligning with your truest self, your highest good, mm-hmm. you say no to things that before it was. You know, it was. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't put myself in. I don't put myself in situations that cause the anxiety, the right. the right. panic attacks. Right. I learn, um, and there, and it's hard with kids because you have to show up every day. Yep. You know, yep. Yep. it's like the performance that never ends. <laughs> oh God. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and so there, there is um, that pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt as a mom yeah. to be there for my children. And how could I also be there for myself? And yoga nidra gave me the pause yes. to be able to be there for myself and know that it's not an either or mm-hmm. it's an and both. And in yes. fact, it will benefit your children more when it is the and both, because if it's either or uh-huh. that's, that's ultimately not great for them either. Right. Oh, and the hope and possibilities that you spoke of, right? Like, having that breath come through you and like, oh my God, I could do this differently, right? Having that awakening is epic. I mean, at least it was for me. Oh yeah. It's a whole paradigm shift. It's, it's, it's a paradigm shift. That's exactly what it is. It, uh, yeah. And, and, and what happens is some friends drop away. Yes. yes. Paradigm shift. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, again, it's another smell thing. I'm going to go back into the scent, but like you smell different, they smell different to yep. you and it just doesn't work anymore. And that's, yep. you know, you, you know, you, you bless it, you, you grieve it, whatever it is. And yep. you're in the new paradigm. You can't go back. Yeah, it's so true. Okay. <laughs> and I just, I have to relate this back to being in recovery. I mean, this is so parallel to, and I didn't know this is where this conversation was going to go, but this idea of when I first got sober, they said, you know, you're going to have to change everything, but nothing. And I was like, what are you talking about? And they said, well, you know, your friends may disappear. Your job may disappear. Things may start looking different. And that's exactly what happened. I started seeing the world in a different view. And like I was saying, when we first, before the, our conversation here, it's like finding a new tribe to hang out with, right? Finding a new way to live. Like I didn't know that I could just rest my body, that that was an option, right? Because like what you just said, like laying down, that's not an option. I got to go and do things. I got to be with my kids. I got to get things done. I got to go to the grocery store. (laughs) There's always the list. Right? But when we just lie down and rest, we do have that paradigm shift. We do start to smell different and see things differently. Such a beautiful way to open this conversation. Thank you. Mm. And after you place your body in the care of yoga nidra, what was your biggest aha? What was your biggest like, wow, you know, like you've been doing this a long time now. So let's forward like in five years. Because you've had time to go through the process and to really let it nurture and, and nurse you. And let's, yeah, let's time jump. And what was that big aha? Well, I'll tell you the initial aha was, yeah. oh, oh my gosh, you know, just the energy I had. I never had energy on that level. Right. <laughs> it was like before I saw black and white and now I was seeing color and I didn't know I was in black mm-hmm. and white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Mm -hmm. So that was pretty big mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. um, I talk about this in Daring to Rest a lot to, uh, in, in, in my book, Daring to Rest, because the soul whispers, I call them soul the book, whispers. ladies, I'm showing it in case I show this video to you. Beautiful, Daring to Rest, green. You can get it on Amazon. Boom. Just like that click of a button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, in the book, I, we, you know, the Daring to Rest method, we talk about in, in, in our yoga nidras, we invite people to listen for soul whispers. Mm. And the, that came about in my first year of practicing yoga nidra, where I thought I was writing a book about um, totally... Um, I had interviewed 118 women about their birth experiences, and I wanted to write about the birth crisis oh, in wow. America. Wow. And I said, I'm writing a book, I'm writing a book, and I'm like, I'm writing a book. And then the book was not coming. That uh -huh. birth was not happening. Uh -huh. And when I laid down in Yoga Nidra, yes, I felt tons of energy, but one of the surprising things was I started hearing these voices, messages mm -hmm. uh, from my soul. I would call mm. them soul whispers. Yeah of what I needed to do in life, like instructions almost. Yeah. And they used to come, honestly, sometimes they'd come in Nidra, but a lot of times they'd come like during the day, I'd be driving my kids around, we'd be going to the park, they'd be in the car seat, I literally would, I literally would say, oh, you totally don't, um, like I'm gonna keep you strapped in the car seat. And I would open up my glove compartment, write on napkins these whispers I was getting. And it was telling me, I was hearing the women who I, who I had been interviewing, and it was telling me, this is a play. This is not a book. And so through Nindra, mm -hmm. I wrote this book, uh, this play called Birth. What? I'd never written a play before. Mm -hmm. It's now been translated into four languages, what? done all over the world, raised over a million dollars to uh, improve maternity care. Oh, my God. And that came from lying down. <laughs> Right, right. And I wrote it when my kids were napping. Oh I didn't even, it felt almost like it was channeled and Nidra opened up the channels. I mean, it, my creativity just began to explode. Yeah. And I held, I, that by the end of the year, I heard even more. I, I was really hearing a lot. It was like you were in your inner world so much in Yoga Nidra mm -hmm. that it gave me permission to really believe in my intuition. Yeah. And the intuition led me to this dreadlock healer down on the Lower East Side, who was probably my biggest breakthrough for my panic attacks. My nervous system was already so relaxed because of Nidra uh -huh. that I had the confidence that I could maybe get off of this and these anti-anxiety pills. Wow. Okay, that, that's that, those those are big aha moments for <laughs> yes. sure. I mean, writing a play like because I've written a couple of books and because I know that like writing, you're like, you're committed, right? You're, I'm gonna write this book. It's gonna be this way. <laughs> like, I know that like experience. And then to have an awakening and have it to become a play and to be seen all over the place and to do that kind of, that's. And I'd never written a play before. And my husband was like, you, what, huh? I said, yeah, I, I'm, I'm writing a play. I don't know, like, it's not working as a book and I'm getting this message that it's yeah. a play and I'm hearing the play. Wow. Every time I'd wake from Nidra, I'd hear the voices of the play. Wow. And 
Uh, and Dr. Uh, Christian Northrup calls it the vagina monologues of childbirth, the play, because it was, it was written just like the vagina monologues, but yeah. it, was, it was about birth. Wow. And I felt like Nidra absolutely, I would never have written a play right. without oh. Nidra. No. That just never. gives me so, let's talk about hope, right? Like that just like fires me up. It fills me up because this practice, it just opens us up. Yeah. It just, it's so divine. Here we go. You guys, you know me. It's so divinely inspired. I don't like using this language, but it is divinely inspired. <laughs> yeah. And that, that first year, I wouldn't even have talked about it in this way. I mean, yeah. all these things were happening and I just didn't, honestly, I, I wanted a nap. Yeah. <laughs> Every right. Friday at noon, I took my Nidra nap. Right. And that's what I just thought I need to rest. I need to rest. I need to rest. And that was great. And, and that's exactly what it was. Right. Then the, the cherry on top piece just kept happening again and again and again in my life. Right. And that huh. you know, is why I love this medicine. <laughs> so you, you, write this, you, you write this play. It goes all over the world. And how does Karen's life unfold with this? Let's go even further. Well, I, I never thought I'd do anything with Yoga Nidra other than practice it. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I never thought. But I am a community organizer. I mean, yeah. I've been a community organizer since I was a young girl. Mm -hmm. uh, I was born a community organizer, I believe. And so... For what the first sign are you? Time, I'm a Scorpio. What's your rising? Oh, I don't know. Oh my God. Okay, I have to find out. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm definitely someone who the first yep. 10 years of my life, I, I was in the Peace Corps. I worked for 10 years in vulnerable communities with women as a community organizer. I, with, I have my master's in women in international development. I mean, I, I've worked in women's empowerment and leadership for a long time. Nice. So suddenly I began to see all these connections uh -huh. with Nidras to, wow, we could sleep our way to empowerment. Like it didn't have to be a to part of the to-do list. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Yes. Like this was, to me, this was the medicine women needed. And so the first time I started thinking about sharing yoga nidra, it was for women who were pregnant and postpartum. That was the first. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> and mothers, mothers. Mothers. Yeah. Oh my mothers. God. Every mother needs this practice. Need, and I, I, I don't want to be like, no, you need to have it. But Oh, they should have it on an IV drip. Like it should be like intravenous drip. Yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because rest is a muscle. I mean, the more we practice yeah. it, the more it expands our consciousness of, in our, of ourselves and our lives, yeah. all of it. Yeah. And so the, the big piece that was kept coming through in all of my work was Nidra, Nidra, like even though I wasn't running a full-time business about Nidra, that seemed almost ridiculous, although I didn't really even entertain that at first. I just wanted to share the shit out of this stuff. Yep, I totally am with <laughs> I you. I was like, yep. this, everyone on the planet needs to know about Yoga Nidra. And so I'm going to cheerlead it, even yep. though I never was a cheerleader and I don't even understand that, right? I had yeah. really chunky thighs. I was overweight as a kid. You know, I wasn't going to be, called, wasn't going to be picked as a cheerleader, uh -huh. but yoga nidra makes me want to grab some pom-poms and start shaking them. And so the first, I did some 
private work with women. Because of my birth work, I had already been in the birth world. I knew a lot of doulas and midwives, and mm -hmm. I was working on um, Skype and other ways with women privately with Yoga Nidra. But my first offering was a 40-day program, which is what my book, Daring to Rest, is how it's written. Yep. And it was called Nap Time for Moms. <laughs> it was so easy. A 40-day program. And I was, not that I, I mean, I thought Yoga Nidra was powerful and I loved it and I believed in it. But at the end of the 40 days, I mean, the breakthroughs that women were having yeah. even blew me away. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thought... Wow. And that just buoyed me to like, oh, I've got to offer something else. And, yeah. and so once a year, I'd offer a 40-day program for women, mm -hmm. mostly moms in the beginning, and then it was women in general. And I just felt this passion for Nidra, and yeah. it's just continued to grow. It's so, okay. So I just have to share about a girlfriend of mine who I have been like, she totally stressed, single mom, her kids, five or six, you know, young. And, uh, she's in a nursing program. So she's really, you know, like, let's just say, um, stretched. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, and I've said for the last mm, six months, just come and practice, just, just try you know, I have on, um, you know, insight timer, just, if you can't make it to a class, use, I'm on insight timer, just listen. <laughs> like, so finally about three weeks ago, she showed up at the studio and I was like, oh, what are you doing? She's like, well, I'm here. I'm here for the class. And I was like, oh, and I gave her a big hug. And I said, and she was like, what do I do? And she thought she was going to do uh, you know, as like asanas. She, Asana. she, yeah, yeah. She, she has her little Lululemon pants on. She's ready to roll. She's got her little towel. And I'm like, what, what, I'll, let's just, let's lay down right here. Get really close to me. <laughs> like, let's just lay, I'm going to put you right here. And so she lay down right there with the rest of my students and put them out. And she had the experience right off the first class. Wow. And she, every week now she's there and she has become this cheerleader. And I got a call from her the other day. She's like, how come you didn't tell me about this earlier? <laughs> like, I have been saying, just lay your body down, <laughs> just do it. And she's like, this is the best thing ever. I didn't know it could be this easy. Everything has changed. And this is seriously in three weeks, everything. Oh, I can, yeah, I can right? believe it. And, and it is seems like a miracle that it can be this easy because we think that somehow personal development has to be no. <laughs> really hard. We have to work at it. We have to no. go to therapy. No. This is like, take away the therapy and just lay down just and you mind. will have your epiphanies and you will have your understanding of yourself. Yes. Just get really quiet. It's so deep and subtle. <laughs> it's so juicy. So you've created this community because you're community driven. And what, how do I want to, how do I want to, how does this community, how do you see the community changing and evolving? Well, I think that, you know, communities develop their, their own flavor. And mm -hmm. I think that, 
that we, in Daring to Rest, we have two communities. One is a community of facilitators who we train, and after the training, they continue to, um, to be, learn together, to, to be together, to, you know, for me, it's easier together. Yes. That's, that is, I just, I guess in Daring to Rest, I created what I really wanted at the mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. I was so nidra hungry. Yeah. Like I was, yeah. you know, and I, there weren't that many other people practicing. And if you met another person practicing, you both like sat down and had tea and you <laughs> hugged and you, and you just, or you gave the knowing glance at each other. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, you know, we live in a culture that is so rest negative mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that what if we could be around people who are rest positive? Yeah. And so we have a private, a personal development uh, community uh, called NAP that women are practicing for their personal selves. Mm -hmm. And then we have a more of a professional training, the Daring Trust Academy. And both of those, again, the, the concept of it's easier together. Mm -hmm. First of all, we, it, 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 studies have always shown you are 80% more likely to mm -hmm. do something, follow through, make it a regular part of your life if you are in community. If you have accountability built in, mm -hmm. all of these pieces is what community does. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I luckily am someone who typically, if I do make a commitment, I'm going to show up. But I have to say that it's easier with community, knowing mm -hmm. like even just the 12 p.m. on Friday class, I knew that I knew those women. I, right. I you know, as much as it wasn't a membership we were a part of, we were a part of something. Mm -hmm. and you know, we, we missed each other when they weren't there. And we knew, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and for me, we are in a culture that continually tells us to do, go, be productive. Mm -hmm. Rest is lazy. Rest is unproductive. Rest is weakness. Some women tell me they've been told that you can rest when you die. Their parents oh, have told God. them that. Or they're, or they're, you know, so these are really strong messages that we need to counter. And the way to counter it is in community to me. Yeah. The way is like the Mar Margaret Mead. You know, I, mm -hmm. I hopefully I'll get her quote right. But, you know, never doubt that a small group of committed citizens can change the world. Yes. In fact, it's the only thing that ever does. Yes. You know, and that motivates me to create community because really, honestly, sustainable movements trickle up. They don't trickle down. Mm -hmm. So that comes from the grassroots. That comes from okay. us. Yep. And, and if we're in a household or a workplace or just a group of moms that are rest negative, yeah. we're never going to find the juice, the energy to, to, to do that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, literally I found moms just by joining NAP, the, our, our personal community, Community for Women. They feel confident in telling their uh, spouse, their children, mommy's napping. This is my nap time. Right. And, they, and that trains the whole family. Mm -hmm. I had to do that with my kids. I had to train them. I had to know, like, I, I'm not available yep. now. And when they're two and three, that's really hard. You have to get outside care or someone, if you're having someone, you're a partner you're living with, you know, that's, it's challenging when they're young. But that's when you bookend your day. Maybe it's in the morning. Maybe it's in the, right. the right. before you go to bed. Right. But you know, community for me is key. Oh, you speak my language, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> so we're so similar in that regard. I, I,
yeah, it's everything. Everything changes in community. And that's why I love being a part of the Yoga Nidra community. I mean, I see this as a movement of men and women, of women and men who are putting their bodies down to rest to wake up. I love that saying because we do wake up. And when you, do you practice every day? No, not always. I mean, there, there are days I, um, I go, I might practice every day uh, for two weeks and then I don't practice for a day or two. But yeah, more or less, I guess you could say I practice every day. But I'm, I'm a big believer in Chuck Perfect. Um, so I check in with my body. Like, for example, yesterday, um, you know, typically I wake in the morning and I do yoga nidra. Mm-hmm. But yesterday I wanted to go for a walk in nature. Mm. And that was my priority. And I always go at the end of the day. I take a walk as well. And mm-hmm. so that meant yesterday I didn't practice. That's yeah. okay. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, do you double dip on some days? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, yes. Okay. So I was having a conversation <laughs> with Zoe you know, Zoe can, and and she introduced me to this idea. And I was like, what you do it twice a day. She's like, absolutely changed my life. Again, paradigm shift. Oh, I could do it twice. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'll practice in the morning. And then sometimes I'll practice right before dinner. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I've been doing it at night before I go to bed now with Jennifer Piercy. Magical experience. Beautiful. change my sleep at night, which I sleep since finding the practice of yoga nidra, my sleep has completely changed. But now doing this little double dip, I don't even know what happens at night. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a new woman. Yeah. Oh, double um, dip is great. Yeah. Yes. Why not? You but- <laughs> Honestly, to me, nidra is like sex. It really is. It, it truly is the orgasm. Mm-hmm. I think it is because, you know, it helps us hold opposites in life. And what do we yes. do when, you, when, you're, when you're having an orgasm or when you're in transition, giving birth? Yeah. It's like, I think I can, I can't. You know, I can, I can't, I can, I can't. And then the orgasm, the really excitement is when you hold both. Yes. And that's when the baby comes out. That's when you have an orgasm. And that's yoga nidra. <laughs> Why not have two yoga nidra orgasms a day? Okay. So somebody in my class today talked about the tingles. Mm-hmm. They're like, wow. wait a minute. I had tingles. And I'm like, yes, normal. And she's like, why is that normal? And I'm like, well, that's a bigger conversation. <laughs> and I paused. And this is a new person in my class. And I'm like, okay, I got to think about how I'm going to explain this. And then, I, and then I paused. And all of a sudden, I, th- I said, just wait until you feel like you're having an orgasm because that's going to happen too. And she was like, what are you talking about? And the whole class was like, what? I'm like, because the body, we go through so many different stages, yeah. right? And that surrender and the unwiring of the central nervous system. And when we fill the heart, right? It's like, we are doing magical stuff in the body. Yeah. You're going to feel energy release and it's yeah. going to feel, maybe it's a tingle, maybe it's a whatever, you know, and there will be energy releases. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yes. That means you're going up to source. Yes. You know, and we, you know, we operate, this is depression, anxiety. We, we don't operate from source. We're, we're you know, yeah. 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 We, we're not breathing. We're not bringing, that's a breath will bring you up to source. That's why mm-hmm. they say when you feel you know, like you're going to pass out, take some breaths because you're coming back up to source. Yeah. <laughs> so yummy. Mm. 
Karen, I love talking to you and hanging out. Me too. I love talking uh, to you. <laughs> so much juicy goodness. Uh, so you double dip some days. Some days you don't have to. You take it as you can. You love the practice. You're about community. You're driving force in this world of yoga nidra. Karen, thank you for so much for spending some time with us today and being in the world and providing the juicy love. Where are people going to find you? You want them to go to Daring to Rest? Yeah, daringtorest.com. That's the best place to find me. Thank you so much. You can also find her over on Instagram at Daring to Rest. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, I have my own personal one too. Karen underscore Brody, something like that. And her juicy book, Daring to Rest. I went through this in like a day, super easy, quick read. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to check that out also on Amazon. Uh, Karen, thank you again for being with us. Thank you so much, Lane. Pleasure to be here. You guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. May you find something light, something bright, and something so juicy that fills you up and feeds you so that you may be the best you can be today. Thanks for hanging out with us. Take good care. Bye for now. Don't forget to grab the app over at lanekennedy.com forward slash new friend. It's waiting for you. Waiting.